Hello, everybody, to Millennial Movie Talk, episode 135. I am your host, Michael, joined in the great outdoors of my backyard by Alex. Hello. Brayden. Hello. And Steph. Hello. Oh, how camping, are we today? Camping episode. Oh, that, oh, that natural Australian fauna and fauna. So if you haven't, what are they, what are they called? Flora, flora and if you fauna. haven't realised, we're actually Bang. very outdoors right now Bang. in my backyard. Final episode of MMT on tour. On tour. Last pit stop. The finale. There's yeah. no real indoor bit, so we haven't done it right outside. We've done the it's round gotten trip. a bit cold. It's getting chilly. The sun is setting. If you're watching the YouTube video, the lighting will change. I'm going to say that right now. It's nice. I will try and fix it when Watch I reset the, the cameras. Watch the sunset. We're watching us. the sunset that you can't see. And a grateful universe. <laughs> and Alex is, for the podcast <laughs> listeners, Alex is rugged up under a massive Sorry, camping blanket. Steph have blankets, but... Definitely not to the extent <laughs> Alex has rocked himself up at the moment. Also, to clarify, I do not have a long sleeve shirt on. So no, that's why. Alex is in a short sleeve, thin button up and shorts. <laughs> and shorts. <laughs> so Alex is rocking the shades and uh, looks like he's around a campfire smoking a bit at a good green. And uh, he's having Just... a fantastic time. You might hear kookaburras, you might hear galahs. It's a fantastic time out here Lame. in the backyard. Pro- prone to kangaroos too around here. Like, <laughs> you won't hear one. What's no, no, you won't hear one. Get a koala. Quite, quite often, I am sitting in my room and looking out over the just on the road, and all of a sudden, a kangaroo will just bounce down the road, not across, what? just down the road. I like I'm how so much. Jealous. That's so cute. How much that sounds like like Australian bullshittery, like to for like foreigners. But no, nah, that's actually what life. But is like, like ten minutes away. Especially, especially like last year when I was stuck home for the three months because of COVID. Mm. I didn't realize how many times kangaroos came bouncing Michael, down the road. Michael, you live like 12 minutes away, but it feels like four hours away. It's literally yeah. 10 it's minutes the, It's the, the vertical climb in the hills. That's it. That's it is. It. And that's the it closest is. we're going to get to doxing Michael this that's week. That's why it's so fucking cold. Yeah, it's going to get chilly. Because we're up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Settle in, folks, because we're about to talk about an old movie. Well, not 30 years old. Classic <laughs> One of the newer ones, We really though. lost it lately. Oh, that's a truck. Yeah, we also live right at an intersection. Yeah, we are at an intersection. <laughs> We're going to get some quality audio. We're going to get some peel-outs and that. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Oh, especially as it gets darker, that's when they come out. Yeah, it's when the hooligans come out to play. I really Steph. hope that I just see some heads bobbing over the fence. <laughs> we I, might. Was thinking, I was thinking about it's that today. It's a bit of fence here. We might get some. For um, the content, Michael, we have to say hello if your right. head bobs over the fence. All right. I love it. But that's very wholesome. We've got to go. Like, got to be a silly hello. Like, but Alex Alex can't <laughs> wave. Hello there. So Michael has to wave for us. <laughs> Can you wave for me? Steph, what have you I'll say hello, you wave. All right. We watched Cape Fear. I'll be so fucking confused. <laughs> Why is one of them waving at me? Why is one of them saying hello? <laughs> They're both taking a part of this, <laughs> of this greeting. This symbiotic relationship. Cape Fear from the wonderful Martin. Yes, yeah, come on. Don't put me on the spot. Yeah, come on. Scorsese. Scorsese. And Robert De Niro back at it again. 91, I think this came 1991, out. 1991, yeah. yep. the remake of the 60s. I didn't realise yeah. it was a remake. I was like trying to search it up to watch it. I didn't until I accidentally clicked the wrong IMDb and then I was like, what the shit? You missed the head. Did someone come? Oh, no. <laughs> it was only the top of the head. Oh, we didn't get a peek over. Oh, they're, they're walking that way. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> they can... <laughs> I definitely looked back at it. Just, just was wave? so confused. Did you wave? Because I didn't see. I only saw the top there. They weren't looking at me. Yeah, I got to see them. You guys didn't because the angle. You should have. Did waved. you wave? This is an incredible nah? review of this Scorsese. Anyway, film. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. How would you describe this film, Steph? I would describe it as oh god. Like, do you do you want like an empirical description or do you want like? How I felt. Give me a metric this. description. Like, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> so I can relate it to a Empirical. movie we've already watched. Empirical. 
empirical, <laughs> not imperial. It's all right. Just Michael, give us the plot. Strangers on a train, except they didn't meet on a train. They he met defended in him in court. Mm. Yes. So did you get strangers on a train vibes too? Yes. I got major Hitchcock vibes from this thing. It felt like if Hitchcock like transported himself into the nineties. Yeah. This is the exact result of what would happen. I. I'm just waiting for something. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Testament to the Simpsons. All I thought about was the Simpsons episode. Yeah, as soon as, I watched as soon the episode as came, immediately afterwards, and yeah, they're very similar. How like, much did it? How much did it line up? Oh, it was almost shot for shot. Oh like, my it's, god! It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, With, without some of the more intense stuff. No, yeah, without without, without it's sideshow Bob. I mean, yeah, he's not a he's not raping. Actually, instead of rape, it's rake. Oh, these rakes. Oh. It is. That's clever. I had That's a, clever. I, I, clever. Fucking, I had a, I had a little review that I was going to play. It's like cape fear, more like rape fear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true though. It's true. It is. Because this Robert De Niro plays this character. What's his name? Max. Max. Ma- Maximilian. Caddy. Maximilian Cad Caddy or something. Yeah. And this dude is terrifying. He's, he's everywhere. He he's is, such a good. He's such a good actor. Though. He I, I love it. The, here's the thing. I was thinking about is by watching the movies. Obviously, like. I knew who Robert De Niro was, and I've only ever really. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, meet the fuckers. Yeah, I've only ever really seen him as like as like an older per- as an older person, and like you know people parodying him yes, stuff in yes. things, and like obviously now watching Taxi Driver and stuff, I'm like, oh shit, like Robert De Niro. He did he's everything. He's so good, he, isn't he? Yes, and like I don't it like obviously he's like he's he's played a bit more of the unhinged in this one. Yeah, the other one was a bit more. He was a bit. He was a bit. He was a bit fucked up in a different way. Yeah. Taxi yeah. Driver, he definitely had issues, but this one is like, oh, no, this is like a bad guy. But, like, obviously he's thought, as as a criminal, he was he was considered just like, you know, a simple person, didn't, like, didn't know much. And he's just come out, and he's like this hella smart dude. Oh, my God. Like, when he's doing the whole fake, the mock uh, mock court thing. I with, love that. Well, that's yeah. just it. Like, he, yeah, he he wasn't, um, he was never, like, intel. He, it, it's a weird distinction because he didn't have the knowledge, like the literacy, mm. before he, he was literate, put away. Yeah. But he had the natural intelligence that he could learn that fairly easily while he was in prison. Yeah. And so he did just that. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a terrible person, right? Oh, he's yeah. terrible. But, like, um, if, I, if I was him, I would feel pretty ripped off that my lawyer had neglected to I present mean, evidence to the court. You know what I mean? It's like, an it's, incredible, like, concept for a story. And I'm surprised that the story went the way that it did in the sense of, like, I don't know where I would take that if I came up with that concept. Yeah. Because that concept has so many different outlets. It does, because morally the lawyer was doing the right thing, but then as his defence lawyer, he wasn't doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, he was technically you know, he breaking was, his code and he, everything. Yeah, he, yeah, that's right. So I love there's the line that um, De Niro says about, like, him learning to read. Like, and then him, like, naming these, like, children's books and then saying, like, and then I moved on to law books. I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This guy means business. It was very, very good. Mm. Um, what yeah. do we think? Juliette Lewis, I think she was only 17 when it was filmed as well. She came out in oh 91. God. Yeah, so she was actually young, playing pretty much the age that she's supposed to be. Yeah, she meant to be, like, what, 15-year-old? Yeah, something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, she was about to turn 16. Um Ooh. And my God, yeah, like intense, just that school it? scene. If, yeah, oh my God, the, the scene, yeah. the scene in the theater. The second she answers the phone and he's on the other line, you're like, "Fuck!" And the, then the moment I said, the they, moment I went, "Fuck!" is like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go downstairs to the theater." And it's oh through a God. dingy corridor. I was like, "Who puts the theater down the there?" Did you think he was gonna place. kill her? No. 
I, I didn't. No, I seen the Simpsons episode. No, I didn't. You knew I what was didn't, up. I didn't think he was gonna kill it because he had because obviously he what he'd done what he got convicted for. Obviously, she's not the one he was out to get. He was out to get her dad. So I think it was more the intent of like luring yeah. her. I don't think he was gonna harm. And by uh, that well, point, he'd already done the the bad stuff with Loretta. The, the Loretta, the squash partner, the clo- yeah, the squash <laughs> partner, squash Loretta. Partner. That was that was the other thing. They made the dad kind of like they made him unlikable in a way that I like. Part of me was like, oh, okay, like this guy's clearly done some. Well, shit. Well, I like that the years. fact that the family was so broken. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, they like, would even to the point time. where like uh, like the the scene in the theater where like she confront like the obviously that scene yeah and the daughter, um Danny, Danny um Danielle yeah yeah, yeah was like they call it Danny yeah. um was like um she goes oh you hurt my mother's dog I thought it was really interesting that choice of words like not our dog my mother's dog yeah like, she's so separated like, even, from her parents even on yeah. that even on that like when he comes in on the boat he's like. He says something and she was like, No, they forced me. So it's mm. not even like, oh, I was trying to run away with my family. It's like, no, they dragged me along. Yeah. I thought she just said that to play along with him though. Yeah. Like, to toy with it. One, like, yeah. like like just to be like, oh just because I'm pretty sure once she sees the two dead bodies in the kitchen, kaput. Yeah, yeah. All all the connection stuff kaput. Yeah, you'd um, think that. Yeah. Um, well, like, is it insinuated that he's like living in there? Because obviously he takes the piano string and stuff. Oh, I loved that. That was and like, so he's like, I liked him he, dressing up as a fucking woman. That was great. Yeah. That was so good. But I was like, is it insinuated that he like, is it just insinuated that he just breaks in all the time? Or is it insinuated that he's in the house? Well, I think. Because like, they're like, oh, no one let the dog out. Yeah. So he was already, like from the start of the movie, I think that he is already breaking into their house constantly. Yeah. And that's a terrifying thought. Mm. Um, This film does a very good job of giving you very horrible foreboding vibes where he you're just like things are going to He had to already wrong. be in the house though at the end there because yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the bear didn't move for him doing it. Just mm, moved because yeah. of the other door. Which was like there's so many elements of this thing where it's like damn this is like horrifying and creepy and then there's other parts which feel really cartoonish to they, me. They do that in The Simpsons. <laughs> they, feel they, really, they put the crusty dog there. Is, oh, they, wow. It is like I googled it just then to have a look and like it, there's like shot by shot by comparisons. It's ridiculous. Is this the first time that that music has been used? Because I've I've heard that everywhere since and like it, yeah. it felt so familiar to me I to hear sure it in the, the start, movie. In said, the credits it said something about this is this person's take on this music. Yeah. Yeah. In the opening oh. credits it was like so and so's adaptation. Of yeah, this, or oh. something along those lines. It, it looks like it, it might be an adaptation of the original. Okay, like back in the sixties, maybe. So like they've like taken it. And that then, could be why you get that sort of Hitchcock vibe from it as well, because that's what reminded me most. Of well, something the, no, like the, that. the my my correlation with Strangers on a Train is obviously just he him showing up every like especially like the parade where it's not like oh, he's yeah. just like sitting in the back. It's like the him staring right at him there, yeah, and stuff like, and obviously it's. But, like, you know, at the start, it just happens to be outside the diner. It's sort of like a quick take, like, oh, I think I know that face. And then, like, mm. but like I love how quick it is. He just comes up and approaches him. Like, oh, when he rips the keys yeah, out of the ignition. It's not, it didn't give the other dude much time to sort of, like, start panicking. He's like, all right, I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no real, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stealth, I guess. No. Yeah. He's, he's just out there. The he doesn't I think, care. I think that was his pain. He's just, that's, like. That's the scariest thing about it. I love, him, I love him chilling on the wall with the fucking Yeah, that was Cause he's just, he 
just, so it's just cute. vibing. It's such like good imagery. It's so cartoonish. It's hilarious. But um, definitely unique in the way some shots are filmed and the stuff. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of zooms. Oh, yeah. lot of lot of zooms. And a lot, lot of those weird is it movements. Negative. What when it goes like black and is it like negative? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Negative. Why it went into Mr. Negative mode? And then it went red too. Yeah, I never got why. Like right at that. the end, like well, the ending went end. into negative. I was like, because it's her telling like a like. It was zooming Just on her face story. while I was telling her future perspective. Yeah. And then went negative. I was like, weird choice. <laughs> yeah, nah, there were some very, very weird choices in this. Hey, like, Marty does what Marty does. Yeah. Editing, editing I mean, wise, was I good, thought there were so very weird complained. choices as well. Like, that, those were like my main, like, eh, parts were like editing and some weird shots and choices. But like, it's creative as hell. And like, I totally get why this film blew up because, like, De Niro fucking knocks it out of the park. He does. He does. This is one of the... He got nominated for a, an Oscar, and you go, why didn't he get it? Because he went up against Anthony Hopkins for Silent Little Hamster. Oh. Oh. oh, was that same year? Same year. That's so, a uh, rough year for those two. So, yeah, any other year probably would have won it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, probably. Like, because, like, him, like, reciting all the... Him doing the court yeah, the scene, looking at the camera at the end was, like, like... Terrifying oh, and also like so really fun to watch. Towards the end. And like he is giving it his all. It's fantastic. Um, I also thought um, the dad, like while some parts of his acting were a bit like is eh. it Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nolte. Yeah. We love Nick Nolte. Yeah. What's he been in? Like that I would know. I know him from Forty Eight Hours with Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah. I know him from Warrior. We all know him from Warrior. He plays yeah. the dad in Warrior. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that. Warrior. Makes sense. Though. Um, yeah, I thought I thought he did a great job in like most of it, and then there are other times where I was like, eh. But that, I, I think I that like, also came from uh, I think he did, I think he did a good job in showing that, like, like his decline. Like, obviously, like, mm. him getting beat out with the whole beating him up and then get, him getting this, like, did, um, Max getting the restraining order against him. I think he yeah. showed him getting unhinged and stressed as well. Because, like, obviously, like, when he finds it, he runs outside and just starts firing into things. So I think yeah. it shows his sort of collapse. I think he did a really good job there. Mm. Other parts, like, where it was a bit more mundane stuff was, like, guess a bit but i think a lot yeah a lot of the focus was on de niro yeah yeah i was surprised also, with how much we washboard abs oh dude he yeah. ripped de niro could still get it in 91 he oh. is toned to fuck when they do the really like on the nose like we're gonna go straight from his like just above his crotch all the way up to his oh, face he's in, like the red speedos dude or whatever. he is he is fit as hell also just all the tats like oh the tats are ridiculous and he was like, gross he was like almost he was like almost 50 at this yeah. point well you can tell that he is aged up like you can't well you can tell that he's like he's seen shit like yeah. as, as yeah. a person it was a bit more yeah. in his face and yeah. stuff but and i mean like, as an as an actor like of that age to have to get yourself into that kind of physique for a role that's yeah. very impressive yeah yeah he does some really good stuff in this movie what do we what do we all give it I gave it a four, I believe. Well, I haven't get, given it a rating, but probably around a four. Four. Yeah. Four. I think it was in like a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah three point seven. Just got to be different, don't you? It, well, it also helps to be just different. Just got to be an outlier. But I think Chris mean? also gave it a four on Letterboxd. Wow. So. I think 3.75 Chris doesn't would get be the memo, more. though. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, three and a half from me. I think there was just some weird choices that really threw me out of it. And also, it's I'm never going to watch this movie again. It was so unpleasant. Also, you know, just, yeah, just speaking of like the most unpleasant, uncomfortable scene, what the theater scene, just Ugh. like the, the whole finger in the mouth. And, oh, like, like, like it wasn't even, I feel like the gross, like the kiss wasn't the grossest part. Oh, the, no. the kiss wasn't the grossest no. part. And it was just, that was the one part of the movie that I thought really fucking worked because they held on everything so long yeah. to make yeah. you so uncomfortable. And like, Other parts of the film would really jump ahead I, and really yeah. jump through everything. And, oh, it just shows like, I don't know, how he just played into like her innocence and stuff mm. as well. Because like, obviously then she starts like giggling. He's like, can I put my hand on you? Oh, yeah, I, I can put my arm around like... you. Yeah. Yuck. 
We got the wheel? Yeah. Are you ready? Ready to spin that wheel. Now we sit here in silence as Alex watches a digital screen spin in front of him. I can see that it's stopped in his glasses. <laughs> oh, you can. <laughs> Brayden, are you famous? Am I famous? Yeah. Almost. Oh, that's it. Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This has been on my watch list for This is exciting. Oh, <laughs> I can't say I love that anymore. <laughs> Almost famous. Who, Almost now, who famous. is it in this? Because, like I said, I always see the, the DVD art for this, and I yes. think it's. Um, you think it's Drew Barrymore? I think it's Drew it's Barrymore. The one where they sing Tiny Dance from the Bus. Oh, that's one. Yeah. Ooh. Almost yes. famous is from I know that exact scene, and what? that's the only thing I know from Kate this movie. Kate Hudson, Billy Crudup, Patrick Fugit, Zoe Deschanel. What is the genre? Oh, this is 2000. This has to be the most recent one yeah. we're going to watch. It's right? American comedy drama. This is very different. How, how long also, is it? How long is it? It's got Francis McDormand in it. How long two is hours, it? according to Google. According to Google, it's two hours. Don't you fucking trust me. I feel like there's no director's cut Google. of Almost Famous, though. Uh, the Snyder cut of Almost <laughs> Famous? <laughs> did, did, did Kevin Costner have a cut of uh, Cape Fear? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he might have. Chris keeps watching The Postman now. This is something I feel like we need an intervention oh, wait, for. Wait, wait, he yeah. watched it. He rewatched it. He rewatched it, it again. I missed he, that one. He needs help. God. He does need help. Every time he talks to me about it, I'm like, Chris, it's okay. Almost Famous? Two hours. Two hours. Two hours? And it's rated R. Ooh. Oh, we're getting a sex Ooh. scene. Oh, maybe. Set in the early 1970s. No, she's going to not read. do a sex scene. That's why she's almost famous. <laughs> all I'm going to read. What else has everyone been watching? Well, you've got you've got some interesting new ones. Why do I have to go first? Because you've got the new ones. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> all right. What do you want? The Netflix or the Amazon one? Netflix. I'll go Netflix. I watched a new Netflix movie. It's a spanking new hot off the press. Do you want me to meet your mic, man? Yeah. Please, Michael. Thank you. All right. Yeah. All right. Where were we? So. New Netflix. New, hot off the press. It's uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. It's starring, it's starring, um, uh, what's his name? From from Breaking Bad, Jesse Plemons. It's Kirsten Dunst. Have uh, I just missed wait, this? Wait, Jesse Plemons is in Breaking Bad? Yeah, yes. yes. Is oh. just, it, Kirsten Dunst is in a, is what is you got a, you got a, you got a, it's based on a book. For, uh, it's called The Power of the Dog. Oh, I did see that. I this did is, see like what? the little. This is a based on the offer book. It is a film that's in like set in the nineteen twenties. Um, you know, you got Benedict. He's a he's a cowboy ranchman, and he's got a brother called Jesse Plemons. Is he doing an American accent? Yeah. Uh, you got you got Jesse Plemons, who's his brother, and uh, 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 Benedict Cumberbatch plays Phil. Phil is a charismatic, um, damaged, uh, homosexual cowboy. Right, ranch man. He, he's got. They got a very successful ranch, uh, ranch in America. Ranch in America. Right. Like now they, that, do, oh. they do cattle and hide and all that, and they don't. Benedict doesn't like it. Doesn't like to sell his hide. He likes to keep his hide, and he burns the ones he doesn't use. Unmute his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a Dallas Buyers Club? Mate, no, not no. really. Less AIDS. <laughs> Less, oh, fair enough, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, no, so look, uh, Jesse Plemons, basically, he goes out, he plays Benedict's brother. They're both wealthy. They both, uh, own a successful ranch. Um, and he, he meets, uh, Kirsten Dunst and her son, uh, they're from a nearby town and, uh, her husband just committed suicide. He was an alcoholic. Um, she hates alcohol. Um, so he, Jesse Plemons, um, meets her. They kind of fall in love and they get married and her and her son get Ship like come live at the ranch with Benedict and them. Benedict don't like that. Wow. <laughs> Benedict does not like Kirsten Dunst at all in this film. He thinks that she's just um, after his brother's money, and uh, he kind of goes out of his way to make her life a living hell. Yeah. He oh, plays wow. a bad guy. Okay. Oh, okay. But, 
but like a, a you know, like a tortured bad guy. Mm. So you love him. <laughs> so, so you're on his side. Yeah, Benny Cumberbatch is going to get nominated for this because yeah. he's incredible. Oh, he's wearing a cool hat, Ooh. isn't he? Um, he, he's very dirty. He doesn't shower. Um, he kind of just goes, rubs mud on his body and goes for swims. Love that. Um, that's a mud scrub. Like a mud scrub. Uh, yeah, no, everyone across the board's great. Kirsten Dunst is great. Um, the kid that, the, the guy that plays the kid, he was, um, Nightcrawler in the latest X-Men films. Oh yeah. Um, he's great in a, uh, it's just an, or it's a fantastic film. I gave it four and a half out of five. I thought it was awesome. Nice. Um, yeah, I think everyone should. Definitely what, worth the watch. Absolutely worth the watch. I really like the chemistry between Jesse Plemons and Kirsten uh, Dunst in, like, typically, because they're married in real life as well. So it works out. You know, they do some really good stuff together, mm. you know, starting in Fargo, I think. Oh, yeah. They've been in a few things together since then. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be keen to watch it. Very cool. It sounds fascinating. Good watch. And it it looks like it. It, it looks like a bit of a slow burn. Yeah, it looks like it'll be a slow How burn. How long is it? Two hours, but, um,. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, it's great. It's fantastic. I very much liked it. It's very high on my list. I don't have my phone. Now. I can't check what my list of the year is, but it's high up there. High on the list. Yeah, very high. Okay. Um, then cool. I watched an, a documentary on on Amazon. Now this mm. one does look good. This one's this one's interesting. Uh, it's called Burning. It's um based on the Black Summer bushfires, uh, from two years ago. Yeah. Um, we all remember if you're not Australian, uh, you probably heard of it still. I was going to say, you definitely heard you of definitely it because it. it was the yeah. biggest news of the start of 2020. Until. Yeah. <laughs> Until. <laughs> um, anyway, so this, this, this isn't just a, a documentary about the fires. Like this is how they started. This is what happened. Here's the end of them. It's doc. It starts way, 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 way before them Ooh. because it's all about climate change. It ta- pro climate change. Yeah, <laughs> I should just say that. Uh, extremely pro climate change. <laughs> it wants the world to burn. <laughs> Not um, quite. Like it. Like you know. Yeah. It. They believe climate change is real. Climate change uh, is real, and it's affecting the world. I can't yes. believe that's a sentence. They believe. Um, is it all focused on the eastern states? Or yeah, predominantly. Okay. Um, yeah. Look, the, honestly, we did have a pretty big fire here at the pretty much the same time as yeah. well. If in terms of like um, mapping. The bushfires itself, the bushfires is not like, it's it's the catalyst for what they need to talk, talk about. about. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Where it's you know and they're sort of using it to drive their point. Yeah. Yeah. If you hate Scott Morrison, you're gonna love this. Ooh. Yes. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> five out of five for me already. Boy oh boy, do they um do they do they fucking put him through the ringer? Good. Um, they they just put out his. It's the best of. Use the clip where he tries to forcibly shake people's hands and they tell him to fuck off. <laughs> they oh, got yeah. an interview with the girl who, 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 so there's a girl who she's just like, he coming, he's shaking everyone's hand. You know, they you got people from the towns who are like, oh, and the prime minister rocked up and he was taking selfies with everyone. And yep. he was just walking up to people who lost their homes and their loved ones and saying, hi, how are you? And like, yep. like that. And he was taking selfies with people. And then like, he came up to me and obviously we've all seen the clip where she doesn't want to shake his hand and he grabs her hand and yep. like, yep. Yep, that's yep. it's they didn't Bro, show the one they didn't show the one with the firefighters though. Oh the, there are so honestly you've got it starts off with like um there used to be a climate policy in yep. the government and then it starts off with the guy who ran it. He he's in the documentary. Cool. And then they booted it mm-hmm. um because they don't care about <laughs> money, it. money, 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 money. Um that so, looks so weird. <laughs> so um basically, you know, if if <laughs> if you're not Kind of on a, you don't really have a stance for climate change. You're kind of just like, you know, if you're, I, I don't against it. I, I believe it exists, but like, uh, 
I don't like it's it's like it's not actively on your like top of the to do yeah, list. Absolutely, after this, it should be, yeah. and it will be because um, yeah, it's it's so confronting, and that's what it is. It's confronting. Yeah. Um, there's a is wa- it a movie or a TV like or a series for the documentary? The doc- one one uh one, one doco do- doco out okay. movie length. movie length. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's like it's just really good, and it's like very informative. Obviously, like. You know, this is one of the ones where, like, you got to say it's from a biased perspective because, yes, because it's not fucking, like, yeah. you got the people, it shows you, like, fucking tweets from, like, people like Donald Trump Jr. who, when all this was happening, and they're just like, arsonists did this, it wasn't climate change. Yeah. Like, no. Like, there's no, like, I really don't see how, like, this is going to, this is slightly political, but you can't have a centrist idea on climate change. It's, it like exists. There's, there's it's no there. way to That's be it. centrist it's on climate change. Either you've been pushed to be considered on the left, which is bonkers, that climate change is real and you believe science, or exactly. you're off on the right and you're a denier. It's science. That's it. Like, how yeah. can you... How, there's, there's no way to be about it. Our, our, current, it? our current policies on it. It's still there. Fucking, it was it? Uh, emissions down by 2050, where they should be down by 2030. Yeah. Should be 2030, and they should be much more ambitious by 2050 as well. Yes, and, and, I am loving this so much. I just this is everything that the Greens are like, working towards. Anyone that was under a fucking rug when this fire happened, mm. there was that much fucking smoke. It, I'm fairly sure it was like landing in Argentina. Chili yeah. sort of but yeah like, across, thing, though, across oceans yeah. they show you they show you just like because uh, you do get to see a lot of the bushfires I should, but yeah. it's not about it's not like a timeline of the bushfires it's mm. like like yeah look how bad so, this is it's so fucking dry because yeah. like they say climate change is real and Australia's the first place to feel it yeah because of where we are yeah and uh, because we don't have a lot of mountains and we're we're, we're flat and we were all. saying this like even back in the day when it was like oh there's a big hole in the ozone layer yeah and it's like well yeah Australia's sort of the first one that's gonna get it fucked was very up. close yeah. to us and it's now been proven by case in point the yeah. largest fire that we've ever had exactly and like they, they just give mm. uh, statistics they talk about like you know no one's t- like this the bushfires happened and it was on everyone's radar and Scott Morrison was put through like Fucking, like, put on he, he should have been gone there. He should have, yeah. But for then guess what any, happened? For any time for a prime minister to not be booted out and replaced with another prime minister before their term is up, how it didn't happen Where's then. Where's Julia Gillard when you need her? Like, but Brayden, but Brayden, I take your climate change science and I raise you this. Money. Why is it that we are in the middle of December and I'm freezing out here? Well, huh? that, it's exactly right. It's, there's, there's no. How can it be the hottest all? summer on record if. We're in the hills. Well, I'm not cold. We are also in <laughs> La Nina. Um, La Nina, yeah. yeah. La Who got a La Nina? Um, so gonna get wet. It's gonna fuck up our summer. It's gonna but be a wet I don't think summer. we're gonna. I don't think we will feel the summer, the La Nina, too much. It's more the, no, eastern, it's the eastern states, states. thankfully. Yeah. So Sorry. they talk about how, like, you know, and and why did no one talk about Scott Morrison's like behavior after the bushfires? Why was that, Braden? What did something else? off to Hawaii. Did, did something so, else. Did something else happen after that that yeah. made everyone forget about the bushfires? Really distracted everyone from the fact that he really should have been held accountable. That for was his it. Actions. He, dude, COVID's a fucking blessing for that man. Oh yeah. Because he, 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 he was able to be like scot free. Oh my god. Oh. And then he was able to be like, oh, Australia's handling it quite well. Like blah blah blah. We're gonna slam Victoria a bit. Yeah. But, so. Like, at the time, they were like, Australia's doing well. I'd never like to get political too much. I'm here for it. But I'm voting green. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is what this movie needed. It's fucking... It's impossible to argue otherwise. Because Labour aren't... uh, Labour are... Labour have recently changed their thing 
to be 40% by 2050. That's still not good enough. No. By 20, by I'm really glad to hear you say that. It needs to be 75%. I'm so happy. This is fantastic. Because it's, it used to be the, the general consensus that voting for Greens would be wasting your vote, but it, the way that Australia's um, cabinet works... But, like, yes. here's the thing, though. Like, it wouldn't be a wasted vote. You got the stance where it's just like, oh, yeah, but Greens are going to spend all this money to try and do this, and, well, Australia's going to be in debt. Fucking, who cares if we're in debt? I'd rather be in debt than... Dead. Dead. Yeah. Also, rather I'm fairly sure... Just every country is always in debt. Yeah. And my question right. is, to who? Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, this, is, this, this, you, this is where oh, we're no, going to get some, real there's weird. Some, there's someone who we're in debt to. This is, get, this is where it's going to get real China. weird. China. China. Yeah. Money is a human construct. Yeah. So this you can make as much of it as you want, yeah. and it fucking doesn't mean anything. So this has had a pretty a really profound effect on you then, Alex. Yeah, I mean, it. of course. It's like, excellent. It's, it's like it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, because you you it's that thing where you're disgusted too. I think I can't take you seriously in that. I when think, I look at you, I have the glasses I'm, and the blanket. I want Alex to never disgusted. take these sunglasses and this blanket off. <laughs> My climate beautiful. change glasses. This is, your, this is this is Alex's woke glasses. I'm here for this it. This is yeah. This is the wokest. Like I I, I have to watch it to see how confronting it really is. But legitimately, yeah. you're I gonna think, cry because you see all the fucking animals that got hurt. Yeah, you see all the oh, koalas no. fucking but burnt like, to yeah. hell. The thing, all the, the kangaroos dead in the road. Yeah. The thing is, like we. Consider like size definitely like nowhere co near considerable to what was going on in the eastern states, but like at the same time there was multiple fires happening in South Australia, yeah. and one was and we saw ash. People were like, no, no, here's the thing: one was practically on my doorstep yeah. Here. Yeah. here. We were always in the safe zone, but every single day, about six times a day, I was on that CF, like that yep. CFS Having map. Listen in, see if you're going no, to no, run. I was just on the CFS. Like, I was so paranoid because we'd only just moved up. Yeah, yeah you were so I was like, here. I was like. Oh, oh, I was like checking every, I was like texting my mom, like, I've checked it again. We're yep. still okay. And I was like waiting for like our, like our area just to be in the red zone. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Now right. we have to go. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. and like coming up that, that way, I don't know which way, I think the other two came the other way. But if you came up that way, there was one, one day, I reckon it was just after it had started, mm. probably the closest it had come to our house. You came up over the hill on that side and you could see the glow on the horizon yeah. over those hills. And it was just like, like we're just coming home, like, cause we went and grabbed dinner. And me and mom were just like, Oh, do we have to okay. go? And they talk about like the effects of the fires, how like the ash go up in the sky and they create clouds and then they create their own little lightning storms, which yeah. start more fires. Oh yeah, that was insane. Well, yeah. Like you'd yeah. see like the storm pictures that people would post and like, like uh, the pictures that people were sharing, they looked apocalyptic. It was, yeah. Like it was terrifying. Like here, I reckon for a solid week, it was not clear outside. Yeah, no, not at all. The wind was never blowing this way, so we didn't get too, like it wasn't you ever didn't get too ash bad. In your lungs. No, but like, the smoke, like every day, was hazy, mm. and like, like probably up there, I couldn't see clearly up there, just the hill across the road. Like mm. it was, it was pretty bad a couple of the days. Like window, like in the middle of summer, with the, all the windows shut. Like yeah, yeah, it's Let's, just insane. I'm really glad that this documentary's come out. I hope it's a little more widely circulated than just on Amazon. Like it'd be nice yeah. if it got a theatrical release. I hope. It, yeah. So basically, like, just keep voting. Mm. We're all gonna vote green then. They're, not, they're not gonna then look. That in the next five years, are they going to be the majority holder? No, no. but they'll have more seats. Yeah. yeah. And this, so this is the thing. And I'm going to have a small, small little tirade. A PSA? So, little PSA. If you vote green this election, if you're in Australia, whether... <laughs> you muted him? <laughs> no, just, no, no. Oh, my God. No. Everything we've been talking about. <laughs> Everything. Like they're like, don't let Brayden say, Brayden, say. We don't, we're not getting political on that. <laughs> no. If you vote green, what we're aiming for is to have a... Uh, a balance of power within Labor and Greens, which means that the Greens going for coalition, can they? actually hold them accountable yeah. and can actually push these things to have better targets, to have better access to things, to create better things like 
like uh, things in Medicare and everything like that. Mental health. Uh, yeah, I Medicare. won't. I won't get super into it, but like. Legitimately, tell every single person you know it's not a wasted vote. Yeah, it's not like the electoral college in our the US. System, our, our system, system works completely differently, yeah. and I think people take in so much US a, content. A lot of, a lot of, I think us. I think it comes from is when obviously when we're a bit younger. If you ever had to go with your parents, yeah, like, they tell at, you don't vote green. At, so at that vote. point, at, at that at that point, obviously, climate change wasn't like the like a really it, big. It, like, it wasn't a very big doorsteps. common issue. Like. People mm. have obviously thought about the ozone thing was like since you know nineties, eighties. They because they start off with the protests that that schoolgirl had. Do you remember the the schoolgirl here that started the protest about climate change? Yeah, and she was like big into it. Well, they sent her to what just happened this year for the COP twenty six. They went to the one in twenty nineteen. The the yeah, oh, yeah, the ones before the fires. Damn. Oh, okay. And they talked about how, you know, oh, oh, because that's where all the governments get up and they yep. send someone and they tell them what they're planning to do. They try to force targets that people... And she just said that Australia's was embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, it is it's, embarrassing. It's the worst. Whenever you look at any statistic on a worldwide scale, any, like, first world country, Australia's at the bottom of the list. Yeah. And they fucking show that Scott Morrison clip when he brings coal... Into oh, the goes, oh, this is coal. Don't be yeah. afraid of oh, it. Oh god! They're like, yeah, don't, look, it's it's scary. It's here. Look, it's clean. So, yeah. No, because you've oh, given and fucking god. Barnaby's behind. Him, oh, just, no, fucking Barnaby. Okay. Barnaby. Okay. Little red face. <laughs> yeah, like, he's little. He's so he's just a little angry red man. He's just. Mikhail and I watch Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, and, probably, good, good, oh, good job. Okay, yes. Oh, and also, and like Scott Morrison declined for an interview with this. I, I can't imagine why. Oh, piece of shit. Um, it could, probably because Murdoch told him not to. That's a whole other thing. Tick Tick Boom is. Tick Tick Boom is fantastic. Is it? Oh my god, Michael and I cried. It is such a good movie. And I, I don't even know what Rent is. Like I, I know it's the AIDS musical. Michaela and I love musicals. We haven't seen Rent at all. Yeah. We've never seen it. This movie will make you cry. It's beautiful. It's shot fantastically. It's your favorite sequence. I, mean, I didn't talk about it last time because no one's seen it on so the therapy. Yep. Oh my god, the therapy sequence with Vanessa Hudgens on stage as they're fighting. cuts in between the fighting. It's honestly so good. Everyone in this movie is fantastic. Although I think the the, the best song is, so the two best sequences are the, if you agree with me here, Mm -hmm. um, the therapy sequence Mm -hmm. and then the Moondance Diner sequence. Oh, where they get every single person on Broadway ever. Oh my god, there's so many people. But even the way that's filmed, how the diner opens up. Oh, it looks like a dollhouse almost. It looks like a stage setup. Yeah, what a great... Directorial debut for Lynn. Honestly, there is so much pressure on him. Directed. Yeah. There is so much pressure on him for a second film now. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how he's feeling. And Andrew Garfield. Oh. Because everyone's talking about how Will Smith has, like, pretty much got he's, it in his bag for King Richard. King the, Richard, yeah. The um, Venus and Serena documentary. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Either documentary, movie, biopic. biopic. Um, has, that come, has that come out for it's, it's, you can, it's doing you press can acquire tours. it. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so not for Because us, it, it was one of the HBO Max releases. Ah. Um, doesn't come out here until January 22nd, like yeah. all the Oscar movies do. Classic. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, but people think, you know, and Will Smith never won an Oscar, so they think this is his revenant and like he's going to... Sorry, what? Yeah, actually, that's very surprising He's never to hear. won an Oscar. Not even for... was that fucking one he did with his kid? Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. No, Pursuit of <laughs> after Happiness. After Earth? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to jokingly say After Earth, but Pursuit of Happiness. He probably could have won it. But I don't think... I think Pursuit of Happiness didn't get a critic acclaim. I just think that people liked it. Yeah, I think yeah. it was just a, so. I remember we fucking uh, watched yeah, but, yeah, the Has Will Smith done film. anything, like, fantastic? Concussion was great, where he plays a sports it. medical doctor. Never seen um, it. iRobot. I Robo. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I Robo. He should. I remember won. always. I am Legend. Uh, well, for, I remember no, always seeing like at the start Bad of like DVDs life. when they play like trailers or something. I remember always seeing an I Robot one. Yeah. 
He was nominated for Golden Globes for Pursuit of Happiness. Has, Wait, has he never been nominated? Nah, he for has. He, he would have got nominated for no, he's, he's probably been nominated a hell of a bunch. Anyway, so and people like oh, like Usman's got this in the back, and then Andrew Garfield comes out with Tick Tick Boom, and people are just like oh, oh, the man who could not sing I have, before s- doing this and piano and piano. I've seen a like a short, and I did scroll past it, but like pretty quickly because I did, I do want to watch it. Yeah, but it was like someone had posted a quick scene from mm. Tick Tick Boom, and like the bit I caught was Andrew Garfield singing, and I was like. Hold up. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah, uh, so legitimately. 3090 is the best song on that show. 30, oh, 3090, 30, 30. It's, it's yeah. like, so the entire, like, the, juxta- the jumping between. Birthday. Oh, it's so, it's such a good sequence. lay down and cry. It's such a good sequence. And for us, it's the being in too. our 20s, uh. appro- like, slowly approaching 30, we're all, <laughs> you know, we're fairly creative people. Like, this is an we're existential. We're not halfway through our 20s yet. Come on, calm down. Yeah, yeah I know. Please. But like, this is an existential crisis in a movie. Yeah. It's and a... you experience it through this guy and who's about to turn 30. Such a like, like great um, representation of the artist struggle. Oh my God. Because like, yeah. it's just kind of like, you can spend all, all your time into this one thing, but like. And it uh, might not, it might it not, might not work. work out. So just move on to the next one. Yeah. And, and that's that the one, hustle. That's the hustle. Mm. Uh, Steven Sondheim. Oh. Uh, Bradley Whitford plays Steven Sondheim. Dude, he nails it. Yeah, he's he... great. He nails I his love, impression. I love the fucking first time you see him. He's got the other guy next to him. And it's just like, it's just like, yeah, but the music, I actually like the music. Well, yeah, yeah, the music was great. Yeah, the other guy just quickly changing his opinion. Yeah. But he was so opinionated that he had to give his opinion. And then he was so, he had to suck up to him. Yeah. Because he was it's Stephen Heim. Oh, my God. It was, it was honestly so good. I thought the whole cast were fantastic. The songs are obviously brilliant yeah um and everything about it like how it shot everything oh, i've cut there's no official recording of the superbia um oh. song how good's that song in the one that they workshop in superbia yeah oh. that's incredible and it just doesn't exist because it never got made yep it legitimately never got made and, and so they sad didn't he didn't get to rent afterwards yeah that's real sad yeah real sad yeah he's great though i, I love the whole into like you're watching the show but they intercut with the real yes like, i love that, that. Was incredible intercutting with the stage show him actually performing to a crowd yeah. and then that's like the start of the movie and it's the end of the movie and then in the credits you get to see the actual footage yeah. of him like that was recorded on a vhs back oh, before he died and everything be... it's and you look at it and you're like how the shit have they nailed it so yeah. well. It's incredible. He looks exactly like him, dressed exactly like him. Everyone looks exactly like like how it needs to look for everyone else. That mozzie just wants its screen time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just fantastic. Where's on my list of the year? I gave it a, a five out of five. I gave it four and a half. It could, like, it's high up in that. Five's a big thing to yeah. give. To, like, Mika- I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you this, though. So, like, I gave it a five straight away. Michaela was on it and she was like, well, I have to give it a five. Because it made her cry. And Michaela does not cry at movies. Yeah. At all. Was it Tears of Sadness? Um, there are, there is, there's oh, a part. I'm going to cry. Well, there's that. But then there's also the earlier part as well, which is just like, man, it's oh, fucking do, how, oh, sorry, oh, Sorry. Sort of like, oi. Um, Go for it. I need to change cameras over. The guy is for you. You've seen the other one that's seen it. Um, <laughs> um, the guy that plays his best friend, Michael. Yeah. Um, he's Benny from the original Hamilton. Uh, not Hamilton. He's Benny from the original In the Heights musical. What? Yeah. Oh my but god. But he's also incredible. He was fantastic. He their song's great when they're talking about moving out. It's so dark. Alright, so tick tick alright, so my top this is my current top five of the year. I go from five up. Five is the last jewel. Four is tick tick boom. Wait, Steph, quickly say something. Hello? That's what? enough. That's enough. From the else. 
Um, so five is the last duel. Four's tick, tick, boom. Three's the power of the dog. Um, two's June, and then one's nine days. Um, some heavy rearranging happened. Um, but that's where I'm sitting at the moment. I haven't seen anything better than nine days this year. Is it good? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> it like we've gone from having this really nice backdrop to like, we we Are look we like we're abyss? on like a I love this. Stage. I'm having a vibe. I like on my blankie. Yeah, I'm loving the blankie. Helps. What Alex, the, the energy helps. Alex is bringing is good. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, tick tick boom. Anything else you want to say? Venom. Watch it. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Okay, so I saw this like. Like before the last show, yeah, and I mentioned I'm like, yeah, I saw Venom. <laughs> you and told then, me before the episode, and then on, I told Raven right before the episode. I think I told everyone like, yeah, I watched Venom. Yeah, it wasn't told, great. You told me the uh, this you movie. Spoke to me about it the night after you'd watched it. This movie is so fucking forgettable. I forgot to mention and talk about it on the show last week. Yep, yep. I I will say, I think it's been a running mention on the show when so I go he- when I go and see a movie with my pa that my pa's movie taste has gone downhill. Yeah. My pa did not like Venom 2. Oh, what? And I, I was so proud. Is, so is this, this is how I put it. the time we bring back a very old segment of Sony, what the hell are you Sony, doing? what are you doing? Sorry, my... Oh, sorry. You were, oh, Alex is getting ready to flame Venom 2. Uh, it needs his place. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so... Um, I'm ready. The first Venom yep. was bad but fun. Yikes. This exactly. Is this is shorter than that. And yep. this is bad but... Bad. Confusing. No. It's it's okay. bad, but like... Not confusing in the sense like, oh my God, I don't understand I, what's happening. I didn't get the plot. No. There's really not a lot of plot. Is it just confusing as in you don't know whether it, you hate it or... Uh, <laughs> Venom at a rave has the capability uh, to be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was... <laughs> it, it could have been amazing. It's just weird. Like, obviously... Is she doing a rendition of Eminem's Venom as well? <laughs> I, I think know. she is. Tom, so Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Great in the film. Like, Tom Hardy is the highlight of this movie. He, yeah, he is. Other than the He's credits. giving it his all. He, Tom Hardy loves this role. He loves playing Eddie Brock. What did you him. give this out of five, just to preface? I gave it a two. Okay. I think I also all gave right. it a two. It's, it's, it's bizarre. It go, I can't believe how fucking short it is. It's so quick. How long does it go for? Hour and a half. Oh, that is a short one. Um, it's really short quick. One. Like, we're setting up Carnage, the biggest Venom village, vi- village, village, um, villain there is. Yep, and uh, then, other than Spider-Man. <laughs> like, so this this is my thing with these Venom movies. I hate Carnage. I also hate Carnage in this. It's it's horrible. Let there be Carnage. No, that's not let there be Carnage. Let there be Carnage. Put no. Carnage away for a bit. Carnage away. Get Woody Harrelson out of Carnage. Yeah, oh, just not man. a good combo. Woody Harrelson's doing things in the film. Oh, first, first of all, the fucking fact how Carnage is created in this film is, oh, is that how dumb. he is. In the comics? Is that in the comics? I Honestly, I don't think so. I'm going to look it up. Just so Woody check. Harrelson just randomly bites, he, not for any reason, he just fucking bites Eddie Brock while yeah. he's visiting after, him in prison. After Venom has been what? annoyed by him egging him on about yeah. his, like, b- divorce and shit. Yeah, Venom kind of pushes him, so Eddie Brock goes, I'm going to bite your hand. Venom's a real child. Yeah. Like, Venom takes everything incredibly personally and is a big whiny baby. But Ven- is Venom Tom Hardy? Venom, Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock. Venom, who's also voiced by Tom Hardy. Is an alien is, from outer space. Who is a symbi- symbiote. Yep. 
um, who kind of, of attached himself to Tom Hardy and turns Tom Hardy into like big Spider-Man. Because Eddie Brock was also a loser like him. Yeah. Venom's a loser in Monsters. So they're the like kind of friends. They don't hate each other. It's it, it's it's a relationship. That's a whole the the best part of this film is just like they're in like a bickering. They're like a bickering couple. Okay. Um, but these two have been thrown together, and it's so let so it evolve. in the comics. And Venom's evil. In the comics, well, <laughs> okay. Be. So <sighs> the lethal protector. So actually, that I, that's the one part of this movie I liked. The fact that they go so hard on this like super fucking nineties idea. In the comics, Venom's a bad guy. But when Venom is an anti-hero, which is what these movies are committing to, they're really committing to him being an anti-hero. He's not a bad guy. He's an anti-hero. Um, He's a hero. They call him Lethal Protector. Yeah. And Venom in this movie is trying so hard to make Lethal Protector happen. Yeah. He's so committed to it. We're the Lethal Protector. That's what they even call themselves that. Um, my, my pa also had a gripe with the fact that... At times, Venom and Carnage, there's so much audio effects on them that you just can't understand them at all. Yeah, it's worse than Tom Hardy as Bane. <laughs> it, honestly, um, yeah, it is. Oh, why is it Tom Hardy every time? It's, it's something with him. And, yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy, I really like Tom Hardy. in this. Like, so he, do I. He loves this role so much. He did. The story's by him. Is it actually? Yeah. Well, actually, no, that oh, makes a lot of poor sense. Poor Tom Hardy. Um, there's an entire sequence he, where he's just not in the film. Oh. Like Venom's just jumping from people to people, and they give us Lady Venom again. Yeah, they give you Lady Venom again. They oh, had we to. had that. They we had, had that. To, we got it again because it was funny. <laughs> I don't think I've even watched Venom. Haven't, I still haven't seen Venom since watching it again. I, I haven't watched it, since but I'm about it. to watch it again because I'm making. So I'm making Michaela watch Venom, and then I said we don't have to watch Venom too. We can just watch the post credits. It's fine. It's just like because it's on YouTube. Carnage. I can't believe how like nothing. <laughs> so quickly, the first person, the Naomi Harris's character in the film. Mm-hmm. The character, the actress that plays her, the younger version of her in the opening, mm. was terrible actress. Yeah, she was shocking. sorry. She was awful. She was absolutely um a, just their whole. The how whole, old is this? The whole opening. She meant to be like a teen. Just she, no, no, she's, she's like late adult. Early yeah, adult. it's meant to be late adult, but it's also like they're acting like they're like thirteen. Oh, it's really bad. It's real bad. It's just not a good film, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's honestly it's terrible. Like when I was like, man, this movie's an hour and a half. There were moments in the plot where I was like, you could have expanded on that and I would have been so interested. When uh, This is my one of my biggest gripes with this thing. He revved just because he saw that we were filming shit. Um, you reckon? I reckon. Uh, well, we've got big fucking lights now. Um, I can't see any more bobbing heads. The thing that annoyed me the most, uh, when we get up to the final fight sequence in the church um, and Carnage comes out and Venom's like, oh shit. And it's a red Ed, one. Eddie's like, what? And he's like, it's a red one. How does he know? They don't expand on what that means at all. I want to know why Venom is scared of red symbiotes. Why are red symbiotes different? How they, funny is it? They, they just don't. It makes it different. So they don't Woody Harrison bites. Woody Harrison bites what? Eddie Brock. He's got blood in his lip. Yep. He kind of wipes it off, and the blood just has little like little little things kind of blank. Like, and and Woody Harrison just goes, oh. Because he's, he's a psychopath. His first reaction is to eat the tentacle blood. Yeah, and this is after he's gone on a tirade saying, like, and it's in the trailer, the whole, like, that I've tasted blood and that's not blood. Yeah. Like, it's this film is wild and right. not in a fun way. I am more intrigued to watch it. Than I'm being like, honest. I am intrigued. We've but sold. Also, uh, like, we've sold don't want to give it the time of day. Sony, give us don't money. Don't pay us. I, I didn't pay us, I did. Yeah, rip. Yeah, I actually, actually no, I didn't because my car got free tickets. Hey. Oh, there we go. Hey. I paid for popcorn, oh. uh, but that was it. But uh, yeah. yeah, Venom Two. The only good part is the mid-credit sequence, and there isn't a post-credit sequence. Yeah, and oh. you can just Did watch you stay the... at the end. Uh, no, I googled it very quickly. I skimmed. I just skipped. Is there something at the end? Yeah, I uh, we watched the big one, and my pa looked at me like, 
what? And I was like, yeah, I already knew it. And then <laughs> oh. went to my phone. It's been out since, it's been out since fucking spoiled October. Yonks ago. Um, and then like that part, I really liked though. Yeah, I mean, really, excited for that. Yeah, it's it's a really fun. I love the visuals want, of it. I wonder what the next three Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are going to be then. Because mm, they're talking about that. Yeah, very interesting. See that next week, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Keep thinking it's like this time next week we'll be getting ready for it, but it's tomorrow this time next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so tomorrow we can say one week until Spider-Man. But yeah, I cannot wholeheartedly not recommend Venom Two enough. <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't and touch I also, it Mikhail and I also watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 in our Getting Ready for No Way Home. Brayden, don't you know I'm an electro? electro? <laughs> I tell you what, re-watching this movie, it's bad. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. It's an awful movie. Yeah. I remember it being bad. You don't like, I haven't watched it since I saw it in the movies, and yeah. I remember it being bad. You don't like Dane DeHaan? Dane DeHaan. Kind of mo- moping his way around? Dane DeHaan, 90% of the time, is absolutely shit. <laughs> yep. Another 10% of the time? Really like it. Yeah. I really love, like, Mikhail and I are watching it, and we're like, okay, we know this movie's bad. Let's give this thing a go. Let's see what's up. Let there be carnage. And let there be carnage. Um, oh, that wind's coming. The, this film is written terribly. I'm watching the lights like a Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to jump up to um, You legend. You do that. I, I won't. A, um, I a, <laughs> I a, I'm strapping in, boys. I have a MacBook Pro on my lap. I'm probably not going to do that. Um, oh, we're fine. Um, tell you what, this film is written terribly. It is one of the most beautifully shot Spider-Man films I've ever seen. You reckon? I think this cinematography. Do I have to watch it again? <laughs> cinematography. No, you don't have to watch it again. Just I, go look at screenshots. I watched. I watched Amazing Spider-Man one not long ago, and I went, "This is this fucking sucks." Yeah. What, yeah. What's number two going to be like? So number two, the good parts about number two are the Andrew cinematography. Garfield. Really, we don't Andrew like Andrew Garfield, Garfield at times. At times, a lot of the time, it is the writing mostly. Can I talk about how bad I feel about for Andrew Garfield? Because yeah, go for it. he knocked it out of the park in Social Network. Mm-hmm. Arguably should have got nominated for an Oscar. He's fantastic in the Social Network. Yep. They did Spider-Man, and that kind of crushed him. We didn't hear for Andrew for a he while. Was yeah. real, he was real gutted after that. Yeah. Because he loved the role, didn't he? Yeah. He, well, he, at, the time, he lo- at the time, he loved it. Yeah. He was like, I am Spider-Man. Yeah. And then after that, after everything, he was like, I can't believe I thought I was Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm an actor. And I was given the role of Spider-Man, and it's a it's a whole thing. You can read these amazing interviews that he's. But given. he's not in No Way Home, sis. No, definitely not. Um, Lizard Lizard's got a kink in his neck, and that's fine. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the thumbnail that I made for that episode. I put a little picture of it's very little. I put a little picture of Lizard in the corner, and then I copy pasted his head fifty times so that it was stretched out across oh, like, really? the entire bottom of the that. thumbnail. It's worth a look. It's Quite a dumb not. little joke I put in there. Cute. Um, but it's shot really well. I really love the visuals. The suit is, wow, I love the suit. Good in this suit. One. Good suit. Some of the visuals, are f- like some of the visual effects and everything, fantastic. Writing is atrocious. It's <laughs> Everything is so inconsistent with it. And they try to cram so much into it. And it just becomes a setup movie for Sinister Six. And that never so happened. So on the nose and terrible. That never happened. He fucking mysterious so man walks past all the fucking suits. Yeah. 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 You see the Doc Ock suit. You see Vulture's suit. And then he gets a rhino. Dude, Paul Giamatti as Rhino is so funny. I fucking love it because it's so bad. It's he, uh, he plays the Russian man. Oh man, it's, it's, just, it's not good. I gave it one and a half stars. Ooh, and oh. that's all from visuals. That is actually, harsh. I give it maybe. You gave it one star. I gave it one star. It's, it's one star. real bad. It's, it's really too bad. long. Do it's, I need oh, to watch these too... before No Way Home? It's, if I've never seen them, mm, you gotta watch Gwen die. Well, yeah. Oh, but you showed me that video already. Gwen dying is fucking. I've seen. Brutal. That's the best part of the film. It, is that it? So I've seen just because how well Andrew Garfield acts in that part. Oh my god! They just let him act with just her lying there lifelessly. 
And like after the like crunch of her head hitting the concrete, oh. so gross. But um, Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. That's a goblin. With his, oh with his goblin ears, like from the start. And then fucking Electro Flades, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Oh, the that part is so disappointing. I quite like a lot of the like the whole like dubstep thing with right. Electro. Yeah, Hans Zimmer's doing something. He's doing something. Uh, he's doing, he did like a dubstep score for Sorry, it. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. In... Amazing Spider-Man 2. He did the score for oh. Amazing Spider-Man 2, and he did like a dubstep score. I did not Hans know Zimmer. that. I haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2. If so. you've ever wanted to see... I'd say 2's more fun. 2's... Honestly, McCann, other than the fact that it's so fucking long... And, Is it? And the characterizations yeah, are like so inconsistent. Ooh. They flip-flop constantly. Um... Like, the writing is just atrocious. My favorite thing is just, like, have you seen, did you see, there's an interview. They they released, Sony released an interview between, and it's, like, Willem Dafoe. Um, yes. Did you watch three that? Of them from the yeah. Brazilian Comic-Con yeah. thing? Did you watch that? I did. Where Jamie Foxx is, like, well, first of all, I'm not blue. I'm not blue, <laughs> and I'm happy about that. Uh, but everyone's talking about how it's just, like, yeah, Jamie Foxx, your hair's back, though, in this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got, got a lot going on. He's a, I love his suit with the whole, the little... Yeah. Tony Stark. Tony Stark's uh, arc reactor. Oh, dude, there's so much cool shit in this movie. I cannot yeah. wait to see. I'm just happy to see Willem Dafoe back. It sounds like like he's dude, not going to be like a little villain. He he's going to be so the main happy. villain. I also, uh, I it confirmed it um, in the opening of that interview where Tom Holland throws to them. They cl- show a clip and it has Willem Dafoe in the hood. Yeah, that's him. So it is him. He's yeah. just in a different suit. He's yeah. got new shit going on apparently, according to Willem Dafoe. And it was like the slightest Could spoiler that he it? gave. Yeah, and you, there's clearly someone behind the camera being like, "Oh yeah," like with a gun, just 100%. like you spoil this, you get shot. Yeah, you cannot say anything. And when he was like, "I don't want to spoil anything," but I imagine everyone behind was like this far away well, like, from the, me. everyone's just like, honestly, it's so. But close. I loved working with Toby again. <laughs> <laughs> just get shot straight away. <laughs> Sad, um, sadly today, yeah. Willem Dafoe has passed, passed away. Willem Dafoe died from a pumpkin bomb. Of unknown consequences. <laughs> I tell you what, that's the other thing I like. Alec from... Baldwin came into the set of Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, oh. Amazing Spider-Man 2, Dane DeHaan's pumpkin bombs, they're not round. They are actually like, they've got flat bits, so they look like pumpkins. Oh my goodness. It's great. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, my favorite thing in that film is when uh, fucking Jamie Foxx goes into the electrical socket on the ground. He puts a cap back over it. <laughs> yeah. That's at the end of that great scene where him and Dane DeHaan, uh, like, uh, threaten the guy. And it, it, um, Electro just does a tiny little bolt of lightning yeah. and, like, stops his heart. And then he walks up and does the whole fucking clear thing. And yeah. it's like, welcome to the bonus round. It's like, it's so fucking cartoony. I'm going to watch that. I'm it's watching a, that tonight. Well, just that one scene. Movie. No, it's just a movie. <laughs> it's a comic book movie. I'm actually excited to watch it. Do it. Honestly, because the visuals are so good. The cinematography is actually really good at times. Yeah. I remember and liking the opening with him and he's kind of like doing the Spider-Man quips with Paul Giamatti. Yeah, with Paul Giamatti before he's got the suit. And they're and like, stealing and all look, the nuclear stuff. Him and Emma Stone have fucking chemistry oh my that God. goes out of the water. Their chemistry is so out of the, like, oh my God. It does not deserve to be as good as it We've is in this movie. definitely reserved too much time for the Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> Really? Have, hey, um, and do we want to squeeze in? What else was one of the things we wanted to what talk you guys, about? What do you guys watch anything? All I did was rewatch Ghost Protocol because it came back onto Netflix. Oh, good so movie. It is a good movie. Steph, you haven't talked in a while. I, I did watch the South Park COVID special just in case. Can we spoil we it now? Uh, we in a pro- week. Yeah, we Sorry probably yeah, can. Yeah, go for it. Just, just go for it. Victor Chaos is, uh, or Victor Chavez is going to be the best thing in the world because it's fucking butters. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It, it, didn't you not pick up on that? No. Victor Chaos has to be Butters. Professor Chaos. He's a professor. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm being Dude, I'm I stupid, can't wait for the next episode to come. They go visit him in uh, the mental hospital, and it's just Butters like, he's like, hey, fellas. Oh, and, like, my God. I want so badly for him to be perfectly fine, but his parents put him in there because <laughs> he's fucking Butters. 
<laughs> that sounds like the most butters thing. I, def- like, I had to process that because I cannot believe. Yeah, you're right. Because they were calling it. They were calling him Shouse or whatever. Yeah, Shouse. Victor Shouse. And then they. Oh my god. Then, then they reveal uh, his prison cell and, and the, says Victor Chaos. When I was like, oh, they've been pronouncing it wrong. Chaos. That's a bad omen. It never clicked to me that Professor Chaos. Chaos. Oh it's my be, god. It's butters. butters. And he's. And I swear to God, he better. They better all turn the corner and he better just be, hiya, fellas. Or, hey, I hope fellas. he's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, just I hope like he's that, not. One of those ca- His parents have phrases. to put him in there. Oh, um, my God. That, that's uh, going to be, be so, so good. Funny. Cartman, Car- look, part of me really wants Cartman to be two things that were going to be great. One, I wish Car- I hope Cartman, I hope the family's real. I hope they're his kids. I hope there's wife. Yeah, I, he hasn't I, just paid them off in some elaborate. Yeah, I either hope um, some elaborate joke. Yeah, a part of me wants them to be just a good Jewish family, and he's not fucking with Kyle. But you want him to be fucking with Kyle. But the well. other part of me goes, I wouldn't mind it if the whole family's in on it. The whole family was fucking with Kyle as well. Oh yeah, it's fucking Kyle. But like you oh, could imagine, you could imagine like Cartman's like said all this stuff about Kyle and has like somehow got them on board. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're yeah that could, that's honestly probably how they're gonna do it. But like at the same time, I feel like maybe something could happen to make Cartman snap and he'll just revert back to his old ways or he'll leave the church or something will happen to make him I'm really him just hoping because like... he's not on board with the time travel plan. No. Um, no, because he's happy with how he's with yeah, what he's got. Because But I, I really hope it's because he wants to keep his family. Sorry, what? There's a time travel plan? They're going back in time. Is this Avengers? I mean, that's going to be the only way they're going to have to do it, right? To My get back to God. them to do the next season of South Park. Yeah. They're going to have to go back oh, in true, time. True. to To when, the, yeah. It's going to have to happen. But either, yeah, he's going to go along willingly or unwillingly. Uh, did we ever touch on the fact that Stan killed his whole family? No, because that was a spoiler. That's why I said it was dark and Chris went, ah, oh, South Park. But yeah, he murdered, he, he killed his, well, he didn't murder it, his family. So, but he, so Randy and Sharon get a divorce oh. because of Tegrity Farm, because of weed, oh. right? And, um, Tegrity. and fucking, uh, Shelly, uh, so basically Sharon wants half of the farm on the proceeds and Randy's like, fuck you. No, it's my farm. You hate this farm. I want it all. And they just fight and Stan has enough. And so Stan burns down the farm, but Randy's locked Shelly in, <laughs> yeah. in the barn because she wouldn't do her weed chores. Oh um, God. and so he... Shelly died. Shelly yeah. died. And then Sharon kills herself because of Shelly being dead. So wow. Randy blames Stan Randy blames <laughs> for his wife and child. I and might just like sign up for Paramount Plus and watch all of the South Park oh, fucking tonight. Randy's still fantastic. Old Randy just like, come on, Stan, get him. Old Randy's still f- I, I do want, I can't wait for young Randy to come back or younger Randy. Yeah. But old Randy is still very funny. I couldn't believe that. I was like, wait. They're actually dead. And then this like, go- the ghosts come back and in talk to him. Yeah, and like, it's it's Stan's it's fault. It's Stan's fault, Randy. It's God. so funny. Yeah. South Park continues to be the greatest um, adult like political commentary. commentary. Yeah, cartoon show there is. It's it's incredible. Uh, I started rewatching the episode the other day, and they do the one where um they all go to the watch the girls of volleyball game, but they're all there to see if who's going to sit during the uh, take a knee or sit down. Oh, during I remember the that one. Anthem. Oh, and like, and like, as soon as as soon as they they're all watching it, and then as soon as the anthem ends, and like, they've all putting bets on which girls are going to sit down during the anthem. Oh my god! Everyone leaves, and they start playing the game, and there's no one in the crowd anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that episode. It's so funny. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next one. How many weeks until it comes out? Uh, they haven't announced when it's coming out. They just said it's coming out December. People, so, okay. people are theorizing it's Christmas. Now. Yeah, I can't oh. wait because. Of this such a great part one. Yeah, uh, it was and a great l- part. I love seeing all the all the adult um, kids. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's it's a great sort of break. But I but I am excited for them to go back to being kids, just because I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Cause I'm like, oh, they're old. There's not much left. Like once they're mm. old, this would be it. But once they go back to kids, they can have another. Kyle aged the on. best. Kyle, I'm trying to remember now. 
Yeah. yeah, Stan, yeah. Stan's just a wreck. Stan, no, yeah, no. In Stan's terms of like, wife is is Alexa from Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> I kept thinking, I kept wondering, is she real? Like, no, she's not. She's not. He's, <laughs> I just thought it was this joke that her, it was like Alexa, go t- Alexa, go turn on the TV, yeah. and she would just do it. I was like, man, she's whipped. Yeah, but, but he's laying in bed, and she's like, do you want to hear deals on headphones? And she's like. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Carmen, obviously, fucking Jewish rabbi is incredible. Um, Kyle, we don't know what Kyle does, but we just know yeah. Kyle's hanging out. He's just making money. Kyle's the um, the oh, I forgot the kid's name from It Chapter Two. They get them all back in town. Mm. Oh right. Um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, I don't want like, it's a it's a black one. Mm. Is that bad to say? No, it's cool. Fine. Go, Chris. Uh, very, very, very quickly, considering you two haven't seen it and you're not watching it either. Uh, Hawkeye, episode three, uh, they, they show a lot more of Echo. We get some great deaf sequences. It seems like the hot thing at the moment is doing deaf people in, like, film and TV. I just double take then, because I thought you said death sequences, oh, not death. How many people die? Yeah, no. I'm just like, whoa. No, so, like, they do really good sequences with these deaf characters, and it's fantastic. Um, there's a, there's an, the, one of the funniest jokes... I have seen in Hawkeye yet where, like, this is not really a spoiler, um, Hawkeye's hearing aid gets busted in a fight. And the following sequence straight after that fight, Michaela and I were in stitches. It is so funny. Oh, with the, oh, as with the, all the arrows and uh, stuff. There's a, there is an element with the, no, so there's that. But uh, it's after. Um, I've seen on the TikTok, she goes, hey, we're communicating. Uh, it's, I've seen that on TikTok. There's a part where they're sitting on a subway next to each other at the end of the fight. They get on the subway and they escape from the tracksuit mafia. And the the interaction between Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner, while he's not be able to hear anything, is just so funny and so true to someone who, like, my pa is going deaf, like 100%. And there are so many times where we as a family will be talking about something and then my pa will come in and be like, hey, did you guys hear about... And it is exactly what we've been talking well, about for five my minutes. My pop's got a hearing aid and you can not you can only talk into the ear with a hearing aid. Yeah, and that's, they, they nailed that in Same with my pop. He's deaf in one ear. But he doesn't, and he's fine with the other one. But he doesn't wear the hearing aid. So if oh and God. it's it, so if we're sitting like this, and I'm trying to have a conversation with him, and he's staring that way, yeah. he will not hear a word. And he's <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll to get his attention, I go, "What?" And he turns around, "What?" And I go, <laughs> I yell it back at him. Yeah, honestly, it's what you have to do. And Hawkeye is nailing that exact moment in time. Also, there's a lot of news at the moment because uh, there's there's very big teasers of uh, you know like, and there's teasers both. In things, well, and I know what the teeth is because my other you, mate just yeah, spoiled you got it, it spoiled. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, well, I look, I never watched the Daredevil show. Yeah, oh, do you show Daredevil? Ne- good. Yeah, <laughs> I always got up to episode seven. I'm like, oh, there's going to be three more episodes yet left for done. And it's like, nope, there's six more left. No, yeah, eh. it was too much. <laughs> I was just like, no, nah. they definitely should have done shorter if, seasons. If the show goes forever an hour, stick it to ten episode seasons. Correct. Um, um Daredevil's still very good. And it seems like uh, they are... Oh, he's back. No, uh, Kevin Feige announced I did see the that. announcement. Yeah, he said... He said, yeah. he said well, he, he, he kind of said... He said Charlie Cox is... He's the only person we would get back as Daredevil. So yeah. it's like, mm, okay. So then it's just like, will John Bernthal come back as a Punisher? Mm. But and John Bernthal has said, I'm not coming back as a Punisher unless they're willing to go into the dark stuff. Yeah, they want to do R-rated stuff with him. Yeah. Um, so- like, he's not coming back unless they want to do R-rated. The guy who plays Wilson Fisk is fantastic. Oh, this is D'Onofrio. So there's a, the, yeah, there's interesting things happening over on Hawkeye. We'll see what comes of it. Echo looks interesting. And that's about it. Echo. Go, for episode go. 135. 
Of MMT, Millennial Movie Talk. Jeez, we went around the whole spectrum. We, we went really musicals, did. we went climate change, we went... Wow, we did everything this episode. We, we touched yeah. base on it. We can retire. We talked about rape. I think we're good. We can just upload this episode. Jesus Christ, we did. <laughs> Hello, Jai Perry. Thank you. Yeah, Jai yeah, thank you Hi, so Jai much, Perry. Jai Perry. <laughs> Don't say we talked about rape. Hello, Jai <laughs> oh, Perry. No. Don't do that. <laughs> he was insinuating something. No, no. Jai Perry, we love you. We know you have never done any oh my bad God. thing. Oh, my God. Yep. Thank I just you. wanted to thank the Patreons. I thought, so we, were gonna, I thought we were going to neglect you. Now you're accusing him. You nailed it. You nailed thank it, Steph. Thank you so thank much you. for jumping on that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Millennial Movie Talk, where you can chuck us a buck or two to help make the show happen. We might need new lights and new mic stands. We Hit us up. Some stuff. Let us know. It's been a rough day. Um, no, it's been a great episode, though. I think we've had some excellent talking points. Um, if you want to sound off on any of those, you can leave a comment on the YouTube channel. And you can subscribe, like the video, all that jazz. You can share it around. And if you listen to us through your podcast service of choice, make sure you're following us and share it with your friends. If you are on a podcast service that has reviews, you can leave a review. That'd be nice. Look at you, you massive unit. <laughs> Jesus. Go green. Go green. Vote green. Go Ladies green. Vote, vote green. green. Yeah. Everyone should vote green. It's Go the blue. only way that any of whoa, us... Whoa, whoa. That's lame. Oh, liberal. Jesus, Michael. Go Super on. not Go that. Blue. Go purple. Mm. I don't Who know. That Pur- purple Isn't is... that the monarchy? Who's the, who's the weed people? Purple yeah, is actually... The weed people? Purple is legitimately the Greens voting to legalise weed. It's oh, legitimately the colour oh. they use on all their marketing. Wait, the Greens want to legalise nah, Go green. Weed? Uh, fuck yeah. Steph's on board. Steph. <laughs> oh, you big fucking drug taker you are. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. I'm just, anyway. What an episode. Has socials. it kicked in yet? <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Am I doing it right? And as always, <laughs> I'm Brayden. I'm Alex. I'm Michael. I'm Steph. We're out of here.